just bad the young lady lost her life. Uh, but, you know, we do have to take into account that her boyfriend did shoot at the cops and shot a cop. So, like I say, even though I'm really sorry she lost her life, I don't think that we can just say we can put this in the same situation with George Floyd and Ahmaud Aubrey. I just don't believe that. <laughs> Welcome to the Young About Polar. This is your host, Sean Ziera. That's S-H-O-N-Z-I, big E, big R, big A with the Young About Polar podcast, where we try to get rid of the mental health taboo with you. Today, I have a lot of things on my heart. Today is not going to be about Breonna Taylor. Today is going to be how we try things in the court of public opinion. And I am a big fan of this lady named Jamel Hill. She used to be on Sports Center for His and Hers. Great, great, great show. I miss her. She also has a podcast. I think it's called Undisputed or Un- Uninterrupted. I think it's uninterrupted. And when I played that Charles Barkley clip about Breonna Taylor at the beginning, it was because she actually made a response. And here's where her response was. And it kind of made me a little sad. It says, with all due respect to TNT crew, Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron did not present the full story in his public comments. He presented half-truths to shape a narrative the police were careless and reckless and tried to cover their ass. But if you look, and this I'm showing everybody because I'm live right now, it says opinion post. So you made this entire tweet to post an opinion post. It kind of neglects everything that you were trying to prove in your post. How can you say, Chuck, you're wrong? That's Charles Barkley. Chuck, you're wrong. And here's why. Here's my opinion. And the court of public opinion, I read this thing really, really good. And I'm going to bring up what they say, what the court of public opinion is. And I'm reading this from Wired. This is from 2013. And what it says is the court of public opinion is an alternative system of justice. It's very different from a traditional court system. This court is based on reputation, revenge, public shaming, and whims of the crowd. Having a good story is more important than having the law on your side. Being a sympathetic underdog is more important than being fair. Facts matter, but there are no standards of accuracy. The speed of the internet exacerbates this. A good story spreads faster than a bunch of facts. That worries me. Because now we're trying all these cases in the court of public opinion. I'm wondering who is next. And here's the reason why. I had a great friend one time made a terrible decision. Absolutely awful. What he did was threaten somebody. Posted it. When he posted this thing on the internet, it stays on the internet. People can still find that information. This person has now changed their life forever. Looking like they're on the up and up. A godly person, if you will. What happened if they find that tweet? Changed his entire life, but now we're looking back at this man like, no, 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 no. Back in 2000 and whatever, you said this. Own up to it. Well, I did. I became a godly person. No, 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 no. 
Say that you're sorry. I did say that I was sorry. You can see the later tweet. No, 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 no. Say you're sorry now. That was what happened with Kevin Hart, right? Kevin Hart was going to host the Oscars. And they brought up a comedian's tweet from, think, 2012. That's worrisome and that's bothersome to me because everybody is trying to fight this fight. And because we're putting all these things on trial, we're trying to, you know, like they say, trying to make our facts, alternative facts, real. And if our alternative facts are not real, then we get more outraged. And I can't help but think that this is harming everybody else's mental health. Because now since we are trying to be like, you know what? I'm going to put you on trial. What you say is wrong. Let's say a judicial system is actually involved. Let's say there are some facts that are not known to the public that these other prosecutors or these policemen or any other authority figure have, but the public doesn't know. And then when my view is wrong, I condemn you. There's a lot of that happening today. And I believe that it's having a direct effect. I'm going to let you guys know. This is opinion. This is me ranting. The younger bipolar is me trying to take something into perspective from a guy who might have a bipolar disorder and say, hey, I could be consistent. I can be this. The court of public opinion says that I need to lose my job because I might act a certain way. I am trying to, you know, fight against that. That's the whole point of this platform that I'm building is fight against what people think about what mentally ill actually is. Joe Rogan the other day. Thank you, Freddie, for sending me this. If you haven't seen a great mind of Freddie, go look it up. Very smart dude. They were talking about mental health on his podcast, but it takes work to get out of that. But the stigma surrounding, surrounding mental health is what is has helped me lose my job. And yes, I said has helped me lose my job because maybe I didn't need to be in this career field. Maybe I tried something in the court of public opinion. I want to bring myself to the forefront on this as well. I wrote an article called My Military is Coming to an End. And what I said was, I feel ashamed. I feel vulnerable. Excuse me. Let me bring up my camera. I feel ashamed, vulnerable, and disappointed in myself. I feel like I let myself down and I shouldn't. But that's how I think. A few weeks ago, I was diagnosed with bipolar 1. I have now introduced the public to feel some type of way. I wasn't trying to. This is me in my head. Think I just need to get this out. I don't want to have to answer questions. Let me go ahead and do this thing so people don't have to ask these questions and they feel awkward about it. And I feel awkward about it. Let me just put it all out there. I gave a fact per AFI Air Force Instruction 44-172 paragraph 2.13.3. I am no longer fit for the military service. At that point, you know, because of my diagnosis, this is the fact. It is written. Why are we trying to get away from all these facts and try cases in a court of public opinion? Me writing my military career is coming to the end could have went totally different. I had people emailing me, messaging me, text messaging me, any type of any direct contact with me any on social media platforms. People was telling me about how important this is. Why are you going about it this way? Because I'm not trying to try anything in a court of public opinion. I'm just giving you my opinion on what's happening and giving you a fact of, oh, I can't be part of the military service anymore because of this. Now we talk about Breonna Taylor. And once again, I'm not so, it's not a political podcast, but since our mental health is politicized, I think that we should talk about it. 
Beyonce Taylor, rest in peace. I read this online. I'm, I'm, I'm stating this right now. I read this online. That because of the boyfriend's actions, she was caught in the crossfire. And it was an unfortunate end. If it wasn't for the boyfriend, then she would not be dead. Now, there's two views on that. There's two cases that we can try in a court of public opinion. One case is he shouldn't have fired. Why didn't he just get up when he heard the knocking on the door? The other case is why would they fire? Why are they serving no knock warrants? There's two cases in the court of public opinion. So no matter what happened in this case, nobody would have been happy. But can somebody tell me all the facts to the story? Somebody. You go to Fox, you go to CNN, you go to MSNBC, you go to TYT, you go to Secular Talk, you go to Jimmy Dore, you go to Morning Invest or Morris Invest with Clayton Morris. Those are just some, some things I just threw out because I listen to the news. I, listen to, I try to listen to a wide range of news. But everybody's interpretation of the case is different. But the only people that kind of know all those lawyers. But in the case of public opinion, we have to put our opinion out there. Y'all remember Juicy Smollier? <laughs> Y'all remember Juicy? <laughs> Juicy Smollier was a young man <laughs> who was attacked in Chicago by two white men in MAGA hats at two o'clock in the morning. And they put a noose around his neck. Y'all remember that Dave Chappelle joke? You remember what happened in the court of public opinion? He lied and put a case on trial. And there was no facts to it. But everybody was behind Juicy Smollier. That scares me. Because a person who acts for a living acted out a lie. And had a lot of people believe it. And then <laughs> we caught him. That scares me. Because who in your life have you might have had a disagreement with who probably still harboring some emotional feelings towards you? Ill will emotions that might use that against you later when you're successful and they're not. Because you guys have had an altercation. Oh, that's scary. The case of public opinion, because now since facts take too long to spread, what is that saying? That it takes the lie can travel around the world before the truth gets out of bed? That's real. We all played the telephone game. That's real. I could tell you a fact and then it gets disseminated and everybody else's alternative reality or opinionated facts have to be put in. And now you have a totally different story when it finally gets to me. Who am I supposed to believe? There are literally rules. And the reason why I'm talking about the court of public opinion, because there are literally laws and regulations that I have to follow. That have hindered me. And are making me lose my career which I was really great at because the court of public opinion, because of what people believe. Because, you know what, because you're bipolar, we can't trust your judgment. 
because the court of public opinion says so. And the reason why the court of public opinion appeals are really, de- I, I guess I shouldn't use a court system because I don't really know the court system like that. But a case of the court of public opinion, when it comes to bipolar people, we are inconsiderate. We are too spontaneous. We are irrational. We are irregular. We are every, every, every other negative comment. But even my therapist has told me that I was probably one of the most different bipolar people that she's ever had. And she had a learning experience. There's more than just me out there. There's a lot of people that I even see on LinkedIn coming out saying, yes, I am bipolar. Or yes, I have a, I have a debilitating anxiety. Or I have debilitating anxiety, but I overcome it. But because a court of public opinion says something different, we feel like we can't have our voice to come out and say it. That's crazy. I'm going back to my article. I feel particularly devastated because I am not able to finish my military career service. I mean, my military service on my terms. It's been a hard couple of months for me because if I'm candid, this is the first time I ever felt alone. I'm writing this in multiple parts to help detail the steps taken to get this point and how to transition back in civilian life. I looked on different groups like Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, and Medium to try to find the entire member process, and it's hard. So I'm going to be the one that's going to try to disseminate the truth to you. I'm going to be the one that says, you know what? Going through VES kind of is crap. And here's why. I am writing that as we speak. But if you go on Reddit, you might find a different story. So who can you believe? The person who's going through it or person that went through it in the past. Or they putting their own opinionated facts into it because it's emotional. Where are the other journalists out there that just give you facts? What happened? I really want to know what happened with Brianna Taylor. I really want to know because it's a sad story. It hurts me to my core. Because if me and my girlfriend were sleeping and I heard banging on a door and I had a weapon in the house, you might understand how I might react too. But I don't know exactly what happened. Some people say, yeah, there was knocking. Some people say, no, there wasn't knocking. We're still all in the court of public opinion trying the case is already over. And now we're outraged and we're angry. And I get it. I get it. It's okay to be frustrated. But do we keep trying cases in the public opinion or do we start getting a list of demands to change the legal court system that inhabits us? Is that the right word? Y'all know what I meant. If we're going to change legal doctrine, we got to stop trying to try cases in the court of public opinion. Because we could try cases all day, but unless it's legalized, it doesn't matter. Yes, there are corporations, there are individuals, and there are bosses changing the way they do things. But they are always going to give up on symbolism. People will always give up on symbolism if you're never going to make change. Yes, I could try in a case of public opinion. You know what? Black Lives Matter all day. We've seen that everywhere. Tell me something that was legal or a legal document that was put forward to say this thing matters. You can't tell me one. 
I need a legal doctrine. I need something I can refer back to. Everybody knows that if it's not on paper, then it doesn't matter. Then why we keep trying cases in the court of public opinion is confusing to me. I'm saying this because I'm directly affected on both fronts. I'm a young black man. And I'm a young black man with a mental illness. There has to be legal doctrine that's written. I would like to feel safe as you guys do. You guys meaning people who feel safe. I just need something that I can point to. To say these are the changes that we are making. These are our list of demands. I already told you multiple times. One list of demand. Let's get a single payer healthcare system. Two, let's have PTO days that have nothing to do with our, I mean, our mental health days that have nothing to do with our PTO days. How do we pass that? I don't know, but that's legislation that we can push forward. Okay. You say Black Lives Matter. What legislation are you pushing forward? Somebody tell me. Okay, you want to raise the minimum wage. You're pushing that legislation forward. We're getting that in our head. You want a UBI system, Universal Baker's Income System. You're pushing that forward. Okay, you want to talk about life. You have like pro-choice, right? You have the abortion rights. Give us your demand. Stop trying cases in the court of public opinion because once again, I can't stress this enough. Corporations and individuals will always give up on symbolism because if you give up on symbolism, nothing has really changed. The court of public opinion can help you give up on symbolism. Yeah, okay. I'll put up an article. I'll have somebody who feels that way, a freelance writer, put up an article for you. I would have a freelance graphic designer design something up for me that didn't cost me that much money so I could put it up on my website. But that doesn't change what's happening within this company. Yeah, Ellen can say a seven minute sorry, but what changes she's making in her company? Right? We heard a couple things that she was doing for days off, but okay, and what other things are you doing? That's what we need to get to. Bump all that other crap. I need a doctrine. I need something that we can look at. I'm going to go back to my story that I was writing, or my blog, I should say. I ask these questions because I say at the end to find, to try and find the entire med board process, medical board, like med board, meaning I'm getting up the military medically. It's hard to find questions to some of these answers. Some of these questions I'm asking that I need answered are how easy was it to access the proper medication after military service? That's vitally important for somebody like myself. How do VA benefits work? That's vitally important for somebody like myself. So I'm going to be dealing with the Veterans Administration. And if you talk to some people who were, I mean, who were dealing with the VA, it's not a lot of great stories out there. Will I be separated or retired? That's a great question that needs to be answered. One of my other questions was, does my military career play a role in this? What I'm actually doing for work? Can I be bipolar and just stay in the military doing anything? Obviously not. According to AFI, 
44-172, paragraph 2.13.3. So you're saying I can't do nothing? I can't even, I can't even be like janitorial? Because what? Because court of public opinion says that I can't do, I can't be trusted. But it was only if I never sought out help, then you would have trusted me. So where is this information coming from? Is it what you believe that bipolar people could and could not do? Because I know there's a lot of people, corporations, go on LinkedIn, look up bipolar. There's people writing articles about it who have CEO, CFO positions. So obviously they can be trusted. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard when we keep trying these cases. I can't stress enough. And I keep saying this. Kyle Kalinske said it and it stuck in my head for a very long period of time because you see it. You see streets painted with Black Lives Matter. You see murals getting painted with Black Lives Matter. But what legislation was put forth? Okay. We all want stimulus checks. Okay. When Chadwick Boseman died, didn't, didn't uh, the House Democrats do the little Wakanda pose and get on one knee? I don't need the symbolism of Chadwick Boseman dying. Damn it, I need a damn check. They will always show you symbolism. And I'm not with that. Not anymore. We need to open our eyes. Because until we start passing something that's legalized, there's some type of doctrine that nothing ever is going to get through. The case, the court of public opinion is just getting people out of here. But are any other people filling those positions or those roles? That's a legitimate question. Okay. Are we trying to get people fired so we can fill those positions and roles? How? Real quick, I'm on Spotify too. I use Anchor, which is owned by Spotify. And that's how I disseminate all of my podcasts. Why would you try to cancel Joe Rogan and try to try his case in a court of public opinion because of what he said about transgenders you're retrying a case that he always he doesn't back away from it he has a he has a simple case i don't believe if you were born a man and transitioned to a woman and you get into a physical sport that that is fair and i believe that is wrong that's his position that is not mine i'm just rearticulating that I do have a question. Maybe it's my ignorance. Is that is that fair? Is it fair to retry his case in a court of public opinion again? Didn't he just sign a contract for $100 million? Are people mad that he got a contract for $100 million? And that's why they want to try to retry his case in a court of public opinion he already got the contract leave the man alone 
Why try to bring up his past and mess up his money? He already moved. He's trying to help your company. The people within Spotify are the ones trying to get this man out of Spotify. But he signed $100 million with your company to bring in more revenue. That sounds counterproductive to me. And I'm not trying to say that, oh, because, you know, I'm not trying to say anybody who says something ignorant or arrogant shouldn't be fired. I am saying there should be an opportunity to educate them if you think that way. Why is it that we tried the cases and now you're canceled and you can't come back? At least in the legal system, they might give you a second chance. Damn it, there used to be a three strikes rule. So you're telling me that the United States of America could have a three strikes rule, but now 20, 30, or 20 years later, we have a one strike rule and it doesn't matter when you toss that strike? They will always give up on symbolism. They will always give up on symbolism. And it's time that you recognize that. That's all I really have for today. It was bothering me for a very long period of time. And I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> Low key. So thank you for joining me on the Younger Bipolar podcast. Hopefully I have two more interviews coming your way. I know I've been saying that for the past couple of weeks, but it's true. I'm working on them. Thank you guys for tuning in. You know, it's your host, S-H-O-N-Z-I, Big E, Big R, Big A. Thank you for everybody who's joining me. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Freddie. Thank you, somebody who shared this. I don't even know. Oh, it's me who shared it. I love you guys. Peace.